So a little while ago, I had linked uh, one of Glenn Greenwald's videos specifically about Ukraine to Sitch and Adam and Good Logic. And in that video, uh, Glenn Greenwald played a series of clips of a congressman being interviewed and saying the quiet part out loud about regime change in Ukraine. Now, I still haven't really formulated any hard views when it comes to what's going on in Ukraine for the same reasons that I've been giving this whole time, which is that everybody in the situation has a reason to lie. And once again, the suggestion is always just that we need to look at everything through a different lens, um, which is just translated, you know, are you looking at it to find if America is bad? And I've kind of made it clear that it's not just America. This is what major superpowers do and have always done throughout human history. It's not unique to the United States. Russia does it, China does it, etc. right? So that's a separate issue, but I once again noticed Sitch was shitting on Glenn Greenwald again on a different topic, and that has to do with TikTok as opposed to you know, like whether or not we're gonna ban it, as opposed to what happened with the Twitter files. So I had seen this on Twitter today before he blocked me but Sitch says, I find it hilarious, but not surprising that after Glenn Greenwald has spent months talking about how the Twitter files show the danger of government control over social media, he now is running defense of TikTok being controlled by China, which is actually not what Glenn Greenwald said at all. And of course they post another, you know, like meme more or less mocking anyone who considers that America might do anything bad, you know, and this is just totally reductive. And the idea, again, is just to try to create um, kind of an energy about anybody who doubts the um, intentions of the United States as if they're just some kind of simpleton or an idiot. And it's very similar to the argument that I had with them about Iraq, but they're getting some pushback. And if we've learned one thing about Sitcher Adam is that you can never say that America is bad. To which he says, I only spend 99% of the time criticizing American politics, but yeah, go off, chief. LOL, this is one of the most dishonest replies I've ever read from you. You criticize woke politics in your punditry, but not the government and its policies. If you did honestly believe this, aren't you America bad by your definition, or is it just a slur for you? And he says, you are in the stranglehold of cognitive dissonance. I have, uh, I have do criticize non-woke government policies and actions all the time. To which she replies, LOL, stop the cap. I'm suffering from cognitive dissonance. You're a Biden voter that doesn't even know he's a neocon. Don't believe me? I can listen to any of the National Review or commentary podcasts and get your take on anything by just adding a little simping for Biden. Now, I don't know exactly how I would feel about you know, regulating this to Biden, aside from the fact that, again, Biden did vote for Iraq, and that's why I didn't vote for Biden. But they tend to act like it's just me who has a problem with the way Sitch and Adam have been talking about this topic. And it's interesting, because as I said before, I agree with them on most things, just not this. But it's kind of consistent across the board now. You can't criticize America and not hear from these guys. And it, it's... <laughs> anyway... Let's play a little bit of Glenn Greenwald's actual point, because one of the things that I said before he blocked me was, if you had bothered to actually listen to Glenn's point, he has some valid concerns. Glenn Greenwald's point, which he's going to summarize here in a moment, is that 
the United States government using Twitter to manipulate the people is not better than the United States government blocking social media apps that they don't have control over. I want to turn now to what has become a major controversy, which is the question of what to do about the social media app TikTok. We devoted the show, I believe, last Thursday night to covering the very heated hearing held in Congress and the House in which, in a very bipartisan manner, a very bipartisan manner, almost unanimous, members of both the Republican and Democratic parties uh, on uh, the House Energy and Commerce Committee uh, were united in denouncing the CEO of TikTok for being responsible for all kinds of social ills and all kinds of evils here in the United States. And we examined whether or not that was rational, whether TikTok is really some sort of a unique threat, whether it makes sense that the Chinese are using that as a spying device when it would be very easy to purchase on the open market enormous amounts of data about American citizens collected by Google and Facebook and virtually every tech company that then sells it and packages it for commercial uses. So if you haven't seen that episode and you want to understand our views on the substantive question itself, which we're, we really raised in order to just urge a little bit of caution on the grounds that giving the government the power to banish an entire social media app, one which 150 million of your fellow citizens are voluntarily choosing to use, is a, a draconian measure. And at the very least, that show is designed to say there are serious questions to consider about what that would entail before we rush headlong into doing it simply because we're all united in our view of China as a threat. That was the lesson of 9-11, in my view. After 9-11, we were all united in valid rage at Al-Qaeda. And as a result, every single power the government said it needed and wanted and that it justified in the name of fighting terrorism, we said yes to. And the government ended up with an enormous mountain of previously unthinkable authorities and powers that many people, according to polling data, have come to regret. Things like the Patriot Act and warrantless spying and mass surveillance. And had we taken a deep breath back then and not been led around on a leash due to our united rage at Al-Qaeda and instead asked the questions that our show last week encouraged people to ask about this desire to ban TikTok or other measures in the name of fighting China, I think we would have been much better off as a country because many of those measures had nothing to do with Al-Qaeda, starting with, for example, the Iraq War and all these spying systems that were constructed. No one worries about Al-Qaeda anymore, and yet... 22 years later, everything that was justified in the name of having to temporarily fight this threat is still in place. So before we start handing the government a whole new set of radical powers, like banning an entire social media app from existing in the United States, let's at least make sure we're thinking in a reasoned way about that. Now, let me just leave you with this thought. For the last decade... The most oppressive countries on the planet have tried to ban U.S. social media companies like Google and Facebook and Twitter from operating in their countries because 
they can't control the flow of information on those platforms. Those countries include China, Iran, and Russia. And in the West, it was continuously asserted, correctly in my view, that the eagerness of China, Iran, and Russia to ban Western social media companies from their country was evidence of their authoritarianism because it evinced a desire to control the flow of information that, that the citizens of their countries could receive. They wanted to censor, and they couldn't censor as well on those sites, and therefore they wanted them out of their country, or only would let them in their country as long as those countries agreed, those companies agreed to censor for them, and they were called despotic for it. Now we have the Biden administration also wanting to ban a foreign social media app from the United States, and one of the reasons for sure is that we know that they had the ability to control the flow of information on Facebook and Google and Instagram and, and to some extent on Twitter, though probably a lot less, which is one of the reasons they're so angry at Elon Musk. But the one social media app they cannot control is TikTok. So perhaps the reason they want to ban it, perhaps the Biden administration isn't suddenly concerned about the Chinese government spying on you, since it has a zillion other ways to do that, perhaps it has other motives, including the fact that, just like the Chinese, the Iranians, and the Russians, the U.S. government wants to ensure that it and it alone controls what kind of information American citizens are getting and seeks to ban any platforms where it is less able to do so. So the valid concerns expressed by Glenn Greenwald here have to do with the idea that if we start a precedent wherein the government can just simply shut off social media apps, you know, under the premise that it can't control them, that that will inevitably lead to abuse of that power that we have given the government. And he also points out that, ironically, China does the same thing when it comes to Facebook and all of that. But his concern has more to do with the fact that if you give the government the power to be able to pick and choose which social media apps work and which ones don't, that's a dangerous precedent to set, and it will inevitably come with more consequences. So I take this moment to remind you guys to go back and watch my video, Why Are They Panicking About Musk Buying Twitter? It's part of my Do You Think For Yourself series. And in it, I go over the fact that even the mainstream media reported that the military paid for a study to determine how much of a given population you have to convince of an idea before it kind of becomes generally accepted. And the number that the science said was about 25% of a population. In addition to that, the mainstream media also reported on the fact that in response to what that study said, the government asked for uh, companies to write software to allow them to create armies of fake accounts. So what Glenn is getting at is that the reason they're upset about Twitter is because of the fact that they were using Twitter to manipulate public opinion, and they don't like that they've lost that. They can't do that with TikTok, which is why Glenn feels that they're really interested in banning TikTok, is because they don't have any influence over TikTok. Now, I don't actually have... Like, I basically haven't totally formed my own opinion about this. I think TikTok is dangerous for other reasons. I think TikTok is leading to all kinds of problems for our kids. And I don't necessarily get the impression that Glenn doesn't think that it's not 
you know, something to look at when it comes to whether or not TikTok is good for us. The point is, is that he is more concerned about the government being involved in our social media at all, which is the reason he didn't like what the Twitter files revealed and can also simultaneously dislike the idea of banning TikTok. Personally, I'm still leaning in the direction of going ahead and banning TikTok, but Glenn Greenwald is making very valid points that we need to be vigilant from here on out. Don't forget what it was like when the left more or less conspired to eliminate Parler to try to prevent Trump and his followers from having a social media that they could interact in. It's a similar concept. The difference is now, rather than you know saying, well, they're a private company, they're free to go ahead and do whatever they want, now they want the government to go ahead and censor something, 